Why Life? Random discussions about life learning. Hello guys, welcome again to another episode of Random Discussions about Life and Learning. Today we are going to continue the book review of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fool. We are on to chapter 4 which is called The uh, Value of Suffering. Um, I personally think it should be called metric or something, you know, or like personal metric. Because the chapter talks about the personal metric that you use, whether to assess something or an endeavor or an activity, whether it's successful or a failure. And I actually liked the chapter because it gave three stories of, um, I think, a Japanese lieutenant during the World War Two who was given an order to slow down the uh, surrender surrender process to the US forces because ja the Japanese were losing the war to the US. So Onoda, um, the lieutenant in the Philippines, um, was ordered to actually, you know, hold, hold the, slow down the process. So the surrender process to the to the US forces and and I think his team went to the jungle and and then not long after they went to the jungle um, the war actually stopped the, the, the war was over and the Japanese surrendered to the US but still Onoda thought you know the, the war still happening so he was still they were still he and his team we're still shooting farmers, random people in the jungle. And even though after the US forces dropped leaflets that um, saying that the war is over, he still believed that you know, it was just propaganda, that you know it's just a trick by the Americans um, to get them out um, of the jungle. And, and I think the Philippine government and also the Japanese government did a joint um, task to actually look for this search for this Onoda and his team but um, but they, st they they I think they did another set of leaflets but Onoda and his team thought it was another trick and so one day um, well in, in Japan they heard about this um, in Japan and then I think a, a young guy called Suzuki decided to actually um, go to the Philippines and, and look for Onoda and he actually found Onoda and he was and when he found him he just said look man the war is over go back to Japan um, and and I think the value of that well the lesson of that um, story is that he, your success or failure depends on how you you perceive it because for Onoda the success for him was to, based on the orders that he was given, you know, to, to slow down the progress, to slow down the surrender to the US forces. So he remained true to that, even though the ultimate, the, the foundation of that order was gone because the war is over. Um, but in his mind, it was still true. It was that order, that purpose was still true for him. So when he actually went back to japan he found that um his meaning because obviously he spent i think a quarter of a century 25 years or 30 years in the philippines 
you know, carrying out that order. Um, but then in, when he went back to Japan, it felt like his life was, had, like, had no meaning. Like imagine spending 25, 30 years um, thinking that purpose or that goal was still in there. But in reality, um, the foundation of that goal is actually inexistent. So <laughs> I don't know how I can only think about how he felt when he went back to Japan. Um, and I think um, he felt th that his life was no meaning when he went back to Japan because his purpose, which he held for 25, 30 years, was gone all of a sudden. And then although he, you know, he got famous and he got interviews all over Japan, he felt he found that his life had no meaning. And I think he decided to move to Brazil where he later on died. And and I think that the lesson for that is <laughs> you really got to know, you know, the foundation of your purpose, of your standard, or your metric, whether you, your goal or objective is actually still sound, is still based on a foundation that still exists and it's still sound. So, like for me, this is my take. Uh, you know, you got to constantly check recheck, review your goals, your purpose, if it's still valid, if the foundation of your goals are still intact. And he also gave the story about um, Dave Mustaine, who used to be the guitarist of Metallica, um, who, um, who later um, got kicked out of Metallica. And then he later on formed the um, uh, Megadeth band. And even though he was successful with the in um, with the Megadeth band that he formed, he still considered himself a failure because he compared himself with Metallica, which I think in the book it said 150 albums or records, um, and then and then uh, Megadeth uh, had 25 million. So. Even though they were successful in the normal sense of the word in terms of producing albums, he still in his personal, you know, consideration in his mind, he's, he's a failure. You know, it's hard to understand, you know, for me as a, as a listener um, of music to, you know, as successful as Dave Mustaine, that he would consider himself a failure in comparison to Metallica. Um, and I think that's what the chapter is all, all about to, you know, you got to be really conscious of your personal metric or your standard and, and, you know, whether to assess and evaluate whether that still holds true or that's, that is true indeed. Um, because sometimes our suffering or our pain is based on that metric standard that we hold true, that we hold dearly even though it may not be realistic or essential, tr essentially true. So I think that's my take on, on, on that chapter. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next chapter. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Enjoy life. Have a good day.